We have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Are you a broken vessel, weighted down with discouragement, illness, or perhaps a disability? Well, take heart. Whatever your burden may be, God offers treasures that will transform your life. Hello, dear listeners. You're listening to Broken Vessels, Hidden Treasures. And here are your hosts, Paul and Tabitha Norris. How's your prayer life? If we're honest, many of us struggle with consistently finding time to talk with the Lord. In a Pew Research Center survey, 23% of Christians confessed to squeezing in prayer time once a week or once a month. (laughs) Sometimes we're not serious about prayer until we find ourselves in a desperate situation. Maybe our job is on the line, our family or health is in trouble. As the problems of life become inescapable, then and only then do we remember to kneel before the throne of grace. Our willingness to pray for that ministry or the salvation of a family member or friend begins to wane with time when we don't see the answers we'd expect. Another survey revealed one out of every nine Christians believe God hears all prayers but will only respond to those who are deeply committed to him. Just 6% of Christians contend that God will only answer a prayer if many people pray for it or if it has been prayed for consistently for a long time. A surprisingly large share of people who pray, 14%, admitted that they don't know if God responds to people's prayers or if he does, how he responds. Hmm. These surveys raise an interesting question, don't they? Hmm. And I'm glad we can find exactly how prayer works in the Bible. Today, we're looking at an intriguing passage in Luke 18. So if you're in a good spot, we hope you can grab a cup of coffee, pull up a chair, and enjoy this thought-provoking conversation with us. This summer, Broken Vessels Hidden Treasures Ministry is highlighting foster care. The topic has become especially near and dear to our hearts, not only because so many children within foster care are considered special needs, also because we made the decision to retain licensure for foster care this year. Once we took our leap of faith, opening our door to our first placement, a kid who came from a really hard place, it didn't take us long to realize we could quickly become beaten down by the process if we didn't lean hard on Christ. As the days turned into weeks, and certain days were harder than others, our times of prayer together became so much more cherished. The call to foster care or even adopt needs to be strong, especially among believers. After all, our Heavenly Father tells us to defend the helpless and the fatherless. But did you know not every foster story, not even adoption story, ends with the happily ever after? Some children have been damaged by past abuse an abuse that creates emotional detachment and other mental issues that leads to an unnatural barrier between the child and the caregiver. This condition is called reactive attachment disorder, or RAD. This disorder typically develops during the child's early formative years because his basic needs for nurture, comfort, and affection weren't met. The absence of human contact and positive social interaction with caring adults that can permanently alter a child's growing brain damaging the ability to establish normal, healthy relationships in the future. Some of the symptoms of reactive attachment disorder 
especially as they grow into teens and early adults, include withdrawing from others, lack of remorse for wrongdoing, frequently asking for help with basic tasks, having anxiety without obvious reasons, displaying self-harm behaviors such as cutting or drugs. On a personal note, we can say those months of classes, essays, home studies, introductions to disorders like RAD through our license training, well, they did not prepare us for the lessons that blessed us once we delved into and working with young people who lived with RAD. We wouldn't trade those lessons, trials, or blessings for anything. In Luke 18, we read that Jesus spoke a parable to them. The them here would be Jesus' disciples. But the application includes us. To be persistent in our praying, not to grow weary. Do you ever find it wearisome, dear listener, to be a disciple of Jesus in a hostile world that's filled with heartaches and suffering? Parenting a special needs child isn't easy. Helping someone overcome reactive attachment disorder will not happen overnight. It takes a great deal of patience and commitment, and will include setbacks. One thing we do know about prayer is that while our parenting skills are certainly not perfect, we have a Heavenly Father who is perfect. Through Him, trauma can be repurposed for good in a child's life, not only mentally, but spiritually as well. We do believe that the science of trauma is not greater than the healing our loving Savior has to offer. That is why we can come to Him and lay our burden at His feet. And Jesus tells us in this very first verse of Luke 18 not to be weary in doing so. And so, the story begins with two protagonists, an unjust judge and a poor widow. There was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. The judge was supposed to listen to both parties and render fair decisions, according to the law of Moses. Exodus 18.21 lays the guidelines for a judge, stating he should be trustworthy and a God-fearing man, hating dishonest gain. However, We can see from this passage, this judge isn't observing the Torah. He is a dishonorable person. So who's next? Looking at verse 3, we read, Now there was a widow in that city and came to him, saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. Widows generally have no clout. And like orphans and foreigners, they're among the weakest and most unprotected in society in this time period. Hence, they're under God's special protection. Here in this parable, the widow wants justice. Seeing how the judge refuses to pay attention to her, she has no choice but to keep bothering him persistently, repeatedly. She will not give up. At first, this judge doesn't care. Remember, he's an immoral judge and has no fear of God. And he doesn't even care what the public thinks of him. And yet, and yet he finally relents. He gives in because the widow simply will not give up. Her persistence pays off. The judge surrenders to her repeated requests. Not because he's a good guy or that he has compassion for her. It's because he's finally gotten beaten down and bothered by her begging. He's worn out by her. Justice is finally served, even by an unjust judge. 
Then Jesus makes the application of this parable. Hear what the unrighteous judge says, Shall not God avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him? Will he delay long over them? You see, this parable is not about praying repeatedly for that burden you may have in the hopes that one day God might hear you and give you into your demands. This is one of his how much more parables. For example, if our Heavenly Father feeds the birds of the air and clothes the lilies of the field, how much more will he care for you, his dear children? Another example, if earthly fathers who are flawed or evil know how to give good gifts to their children, how much more does our Heavenly Father, who is definitely not evil, know how to give good gifts to us? These are how much more comparisons. And that's what Jesus did here. Even an unjust judge helped the widow. How much more will the Lord, our merciful and righteous judge, help his own when they cry out to him? He will indeed and he will do so speedily. God answers prayers. We read in Daniel chapter 9 that while Daniel was praying, asking for help, God sent it swiftly. It's quite a thought. At the moment Daniel's request was made, Gabriel was ordered by God to go in swift flight to offer hope. We read in Matthew 7, 7, that if we knock, the door will be opened to us. When we pray, we can have the confidence that God loves his children so much the answer is already on its way. Have you been praying for the salvation of a family member for years and seeing no results? Are you a foster or adoptive parent of a child with an attachment disorder or other special needs? Do not despair in the midst of hardships, beloved listeners. Prayer is one of our greatest privileges. We can persist in it and know that the Lord will be persistently faithful to his promises. He hears you and cares for you. The answer is on its way. Have you heard of our Hidden Treasures Project? It's a fundraiser to help the teens of Wednesday's Child. These teens are often overlooked, and at Christmas time, they don't even get as much as a Christmas card. We aim to change that this year. We want to help provide them with a gift and a Bible. Do you want to partner with us? Then check out more information at bvhdministries.org.